It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Today's music mix, today's music generation. It's Luke Moore, it's Pete Donaldson. This is the Luke and Pete Show. But a bye-bye. What was the bit of bye bye? Yeah, just doing a bit of um, Pato Banton. Little bit of Pato Banton, yeah. who uh, had a CD collection of Bob Marley. Yeah, a whole collection. <laughs> a whole collection. Um, yeah. I mean, just get just get the best ofs. Yeah, that's what I would say. Uh, and his missus chipped off with him when she left. Yeah, and she, she wants him back. So that was small claims. Pat Abandon down the small claims cart. I think it's probably mid nineties. Yeah. I'd say. Do you reckon he ever got on back? You, uh, he would have been seconds away from his CD collection being uh, consigned to the dustbin of history. Anyway, you would argue. Exactly. She's done him a favour there. Exactly. Very short shelf lives. Yeah. Very short sighted of Pat Abandon <laughs> to complain about that as the first of his gr- many grievances over a breakdown of a relationship. Look, I would look say. this is a situation where this is the reason why he's not on the radio no more. Because <laughs> he, he cannot fathom Pro Tools. Why are you not on the radio anymore? Because of the things I did. <laughs> but you know what? It, it shows you how much the world has changed because... Um, year on year radio figures. <laughs> the, the first thing my wife did when she moved in with me mm. is make me put all my CDs in the loft. Oh, right, yeah. okay. So Pat Banter thinks he's got it hard. <laughs> I've still got my CD collection, just out of reach. Guess where my CDs are? Uh, on <laughs> a USB kit, like basically no dual case, uh, free of any dual cases, yeah. uh, just completely loose, um, threaded through uh, an old um, audio cable and tied at the top. So I've got a big kind of like, in the same way that um, I think, didn't a man collect a load of nipples back in the day? He chopped them off cadavers uh, and he made a belt out of them. A little bit like that. Right. Mm. Well, I didn't know you were going to go down that route. No. Where's that come from? I saw a, a reproduction of said belt. I thought, Ed, you know what? It looks pretty charming. Ed, Ed Gein, the guy who is the inspiration for Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm. he was a fan of the old skin. Collecting skin. Yeah, skin. he was. Yeah, he was. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, a non-traditional start to the Luke and Pete show, as our oh, listeners come have, have come to, to know and love. over the, Yeah, maybe it is by mm. now. Um, I am Luke. He is Pete, as Pete's already said. Yes. Uh, hello at LukeandPete.com is the email address to get us get in touch with us and to, to, to get us to, to read your missives. They have mm. to go to that destination. We'll cu- get to a few of them a bit later on. Um, Pete, as we sit here recording this on Monday, the 9th of November, yeah. do you have anything to say vis-a-vis the old election? I don't know. It was a uh, bit, bit, bit spicy at the start, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a bit, oh, but the Rust Belt did it. Yeah. But he's not oh. been accepted, has it? It's again. It's not been accepted. It's not been accepted. <laughs> no. In the same way, uh, when I left Absolute Radio, I'd refused to leave. Accept it, yeah. Just kept on going. Kept on. Get, wouldn't let. Wouldn't let Chris I Martin will, on overnights take I will, over. I will be back in every day <laughs> for as long as my pass works. <laughs> Who is? Is it George Costanza in Seinfeld? He quits rather emotionally on a Friday afternoon, and then uh, over the weekend he decides to just go back as if he hadn't quit on Friday. See if anyone remembers. <laughs> See if anyone remembers. Yeah, that's the thing. You, 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 the way you conduct yourself in the office environment mm. vis-a-vis Fridays. Yeah, is careful. You'll be careful because very different. If you yeah. get on the big one on the Friday mm. and start. Busting some skulls, 
It's going to be forgotten about by Monday. You have to do it all over again on Monday. So yeah, maybe he's, he's yeah. fallen foul of that. An astonishing, uh, uh, astonishing but entirely predictable uh, situation where the president is literally saying that he's not leaving. Did you predict um, a big press conference at a landscaping company? Uh, I don't think anybody could have. <laughs> Not what was that? The Four Seasons Landscaping well, the talk, Company the talk next is, to a dildo shop. The talk is that they mistook it for the Four Seasons Come Hotel. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know, but even, I do know you. And so I know it's humanly possible. Even for ex-mayor of New York and con- concerned, uh, you know, uh, boozophile uh, him, he... Rudy I mean, Giuliani. Giuliani it's, I mean, confirmed it's, boozophile. He's, he is, uh, you know, he's, not, he's clearly not a well man, uh, but uh, even for him, I think that's an astonishing turn of, uh, turn of events. Yeah, but you can spin that and say, oh, we're, we're always supporting small businesses. <laughs> That's what we're all about. You can easily spin that. Can, it's an easy yeah. spin. Yeah. And the, and, the, and, the, and the Liberals... I don't think he's deft enough for it, though. No, he's not. Yeah. The, li- the Liberals are, um, are just yeah, using it as a stick to beat us with, but we're for the common people. Yeah. Look at my gold lift. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, but your, your, uh, your, your wife enjoyed uh, enjoyed the count? We both did. We got, we got drunk on Saturday night. Lovely. Uh, drunk some champagne. Enjoyed ourselves. Um, Beautiful. It's great to see people. I mean, look, you know, pe- people have feel like a big weight's been lifted. Um, it's a long way to go yet. There's a lot of other things to be taken care of. Do I think JB is the is the um, as, as literally no one calls him the uh, <laughs> the uh, the perfect candidate? No, I don't. And do mm. I think he's going to be the perfect president? Probably not. But um, the point is. He isn't Donald fucking Trump. No. And that's a good enough starting point for me. Yeah. I think uh, AOC's uh, been speaking quite eloquently about how uh, the, the importance of um, how the vote went in places like Detroit um, and how they registered so many new voters uh, over over the Black Lives Matter um, campaign and stuff. And, and she's sort of saying, you really think that... I, I can't remember who, and probably never knew in the first place, the, the, the person who, who got in uh, on the Democrat side in Detroit. Um, she's saying, what, do you think he really... Because he's, he's a middle, he's very middling uh, kind of centre center representative of, of Democrats. Um, do you think he got, got turned everyone out to his thing? Or do you think it was uh, the Black Lives Matter? No one's, no one's really talked about how, how much... Bearing in mind how many new um, uh, voters uh, were registered for this election, and certainly on the Democrat side, like how um, galvanising the, the George Floyd, how important George Floyd's uh, the process that, 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 that happened after his death um, has uh, has changed things. Well, we don't know. I mean, we just don't no. know that. I mean, I, th- I think I think that. But well, they, they, they know how many people have been registered, though, haven't they? Right uh, during the Black Lives Matter. Yeah, but I, but I think it's also. I mean, I don't want to get my political science hat on, um, but I, I do think it's also difficult to properly ascertain what is motivating these people mm. and it could you know it could be any number of things it could obviously be that but i think what's what's interesting is that america is a center left country really mm. it's been shown i mean popular vote shows you know that's not how they choose presidents in the united states but that's that's it's shown that joe biden will win the popular vote by 5 million votes probably that's a lot of votes yeah, right but but with a right wing mechanical kind of yeah exactly yeah, yeah basically basically yeah exactly right so it'll be fascinating to see what this and the reason I'm bringing that up is because there does seem to be a huge groundswell among young people for people like AOC for people like you know Phil DeBurn Bernie Sanders mm. who sounds a bit like this Oh, forget about it, George Costanza yeah. yeah and so but there's also people who are a bit older who maybe want to be a little bit more moderate so as ever with a young democracy like the, like the US is it's, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how it manifests itself and how it um how it goes through into the future, and also Joe Biden's not a young man. No, you know, he's he's. He, I mean, wow, he's the <laughs> he's second oldest old. man to ever live behind that guy in Big Trouble <laughs> in Little China. You know, so um, 
yeah. it's, it's, it's interesting to see what's going to manifest itself over the coming months and years. But anyway, like, overall, I passionately believe that Donald Trump was the worst human being, worst human being to ever hold serious office in um, in the United States, ever hold the office of presidency. So for him not to be there is a great starting point for me. Mm. But um, I did get drunk on Saturday night celebrating. I did feel like shit on Sunday morning, yeah. but it was worth it. Do you still feel it on a Monday morning? It's Monday morning as we speak. You the good thing there? is, if I drink with Mimi, she mm. can't drink. So right. she'll have like two glasses and mm. she's drunk. Yeah, And so that stops me. Right. So if I go three, four, five glasses of champagne, two or three beers, mm. as I did on Saturday night... In the comfort of my own home, stay out of it, the <laughs> government. Out. Just close your curtains. Stay out right? of the deep yeah. state, right? Yeah, close your curtains. Uh, I do feel bad the next day, but, but by today, Monday, I'm fine. Yeah. If I go on a big heavy session with um, with the boys, with my man peed on, yeah. it's, it's dangerous for a Monday. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I find... It gets more psychological I find, than it does I find, physical. Uh, that my partner will drink one glass of Prosecco, mm. but then... You've got to finish the bottle of Prosecco. Yeah. Otherwise, you're wasting Prosecco. Yeah, of course. Down the hatch. Yeah. Donny, I am drinking Prosecco. Who's the um, Who's the talk spot um, uh, breakfast guy? Alan Brazil. Big head. How can you um, not remember Alan Brazil's name? I just can't. I just can't keep. You doing the Giuliano? You all of the men, all of the men in my in my brain. Um, yeah, him. Uh, he just drinks champagne, doesn't he? He he. His favorite his favorite tipple is that. Yeah. So so Big Al will. Um, yeah, he likes the champagne. Mm. He does like a beer as well. Right. Um, but I think he. I think he fires that he wants to warm up with maybe a few beers and then he'll move on to the champagne. Mm. I um, I just think that I am drinking prosecco like beer lately. Um, that's and dangerous. It's, well, because it's it has the same mouth feel as beer to a certain extent, and the sort of fizzy. beers that I like very fizzy, Stella. Little Pete, you like it fizzy? Yeah, I do. I yeah. do. Yeah, I don't mind. Have a Pepsi Max cherry. Pepsi What's wrong cherry? with you? You were talking about. Um, uh, you said you said your... if you squeeze if you squeeze my breast, you yeah. said what would come out, and I yeah. said Pepsi Max cherry. Not uh, squeeze isn't right. You said have like a tourniquet around it. Yeah. To and it would look like a little crab apple. Yeah, and and then it would just get too taut, and then pfft. delicious Pepsi Max Pepsi cherry. Max but one cherry. one thing you have to remember: those who are listening, who are absolutely delighted to hear that, and mm. aren't at all sickened, <laughs> it will be room temperature, won't it? It'll be body temperature. Oh, so you, you, get, that. you are going to suck suck on that teat, get a glass with some ice. It would, st- <laughs> it would start. use the ice to get the, to get the nipple out. It, yeah, it would start to kind of like because the blood flow would lessen, and the 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 black Pepsi Max would come to the front of the uh, yeah. of the skin, deep, and it would look black, like a bruise. Yeah. It would look like a deep black bruise. Yeah. and you'd be like, oh, you've really bruised yourself there. Nope. It's going to be, um, it's, actually gonna be one, it's actually going to be one of the challenges when I'm a celebrity get me out of here. <laughs> I, uh, I found out uh, about 10 minutes ago that I interviewed a member of, uh, of of the I'm a celebrity get me out of here team. Which one? It was the woman. <laughs> oh, not Jessica Plummer. I don't know. Who is Jessica Plummer? She's she was in Neon Jungle. Yes, Neon Jungle. Yes, yeah. I've, I've interviewed her before. She's very nice. But she's also an actor in EastEnders, wasn't she? That's true. She might still be. I don't know. I don't watch it. But yeah. um. It's in I, Wales now, isn't it? I think it's in Wales. Yeah. I'm a celebrity. I mean, how are they doing that in winter? Yeah, there's going to be a lot. Of, yeah, you'd think that they would put, you'd think that they would move it to the summer, wouldn't you? It's, Knowing full well they couldn't do it in it's Australia. It's baffling they're doing that. Um, mm. I think maybe a lot of it must have to be inside or something. But but the thing is, uh, I'm a celebrity is, so if you, if you, if you take the, the big ecosystem that is reality TV, mm. which has kind of morphed into something else now, right? Reality TV used to be mental. It used to be amazing. And it was a real amazing revolution in, in, um, in TV, wasn't it? And now it's kind of become something different because becoming a reality star has been like a means to an end in itself, mm. right? And 
but standing above all those, I think is I'm a celebrity. Right. I think I think it's the best one. Oh, really? It's just so much more interesting. Is it? I mean, it's just a lot of. Get, if you're gonna get some celebrities on, make them do some stupid shit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> don't want them sat around. Don't want them trying something new. No. I don't want them getting on some epiphany journey where they're gonna feel great about themselves. Mm. Get them eating some dicks. <laughs> <laughs> but also, Eat some dicks. Can I also say that they they do a pretty good job of getting better celebrities than the other ones do? Uh, I think they pay a lot more money. I Mo, think Mo Farah's doing it. I know. Yeah, but I imagine he's getting paid a ridiculous amount of cash to, for doing it. Someone that we both know got mm. offered six figures to do it. Yeah, okay. They said no. Right. But, I mean, that's for two weeks in the jungle, isn't and it? And presumably because we, we know them, they're probably not uh, the most celebrated. Ah, speak for yourself, mate. <laughs> speak for yourself. Yeah. So I imagine they probably thought, hmm, that's, yeah. that's, tempting. Was, that's was, tempting. It was Jim Campbell. <laughs> I'll tell you what, six figures, Jim Campbell, you wouldn't see him for dust, he'd be there. Yeah. No worries. I'm right. We all would. Um, but they've got Mo Farah this year. Yeah. Well, look, he probably, not, would he be able to, because obviously he's an endurance kind of runner, isn't he? Yeah. So like, I probably, I think it'll probably sort of be just, all right. We're not eating just be running all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Where's he gone? He's running back and forth again. <laughs> be interesting if he puts weight on. Yes. Because not, he's not got a scrap of meat on his bones. No, exactly. No. So I think he'll be absolutely fine to eat nothing, as I'm saying. I, yeah. I think, but presumably he puts away a lot of calories. Is he still running? Oh yeah, he is, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah he would do, wouldn't he? He'd have to. Um, mm. So the people who are on... AJ Pritchard, who was a former Strictly Come Dancing dancer. Right. Very handsome young man. Don't mm-hmm. know anything about him. Beverly Callard, who used to be Liz in Coronation Street when I used to watch right, that yeah, back yeah, in the yeah. day. Giovanna her. Fletcher, don't know who she is. Holly Arnold, don't know who she is. Oh, Paralympic javelin thrower. Right. Very decent athlete. Uh, Jessica Plummer, you've already talked about. Jordan North, don't know who he is. Mo Farah, we talked about. Shane Ritchie, I've met. Lovely fella. Yeah. Shane Ritchie, I got a bit starstruck chatting to Shane Ritchie. Yeah. He's so like showbiz. Mm. You wouldn't expect it because you think, oh, Shane Ritchie's a bit naff. The nicest man, <laughs> full of charisma, <laughs> lit up the room, yeah. made you feel special. Mm. You know, uh, so we good to see him. Vernon Kay, don't know why he's doing it. Why? He's got everything going for him. Has he? <laughs> well, he did have. <laughs> well, he did have. He consistently... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into his uh, no, but I mean his foibles, but he consistently got in the hot water. He's with done the press. so much primetime TV though. He, he's done a certain level of primetime television. Yeah, do you know what he's like? Right. It, I think Vernon Kay to me is you and I sit down and we're in a room and we've got Paddy McGuinness in the room with us and we say, due to modern techniques and money is no option. Mm. We can make this man better. Yeah, in every conceivable way. Right. I think out the other side of that, you get Vernon Kay. <laughs> Well, do you remember he was like they a speak cover the same, don't they? He was like a cover star from uh, like back in the day on in Miz magazine and just seventeen and stuff. He was like a kind of sexy kind of star, and right. then he started doing T four. Got good teeth. Got great teeth yeah. and a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's um he doesn't need to be doing it. Is what I'm saying. I don't think any of them need to be doing it, but then also a lot of them need to be doing it. My beef is that Victoria Darbish is doing it, and she is an absolutely fantastic mm, radio presenter, right? Yeah. She's so, won. So is Jordan off. She's won, Pete, Victoria Derbyshire, we're talking about our trade here now, kind of. Trade. She's won six Sony Gold Awards. Six. Six. I mean, BBC though. It's like shooting fish in the barrel, isn't it? It's, this, the, only, it's the only ones who used to get them. This time, this time next week, she's going to be eating a kangaroo's arsehole. <laughs> and her Sony Gold Awards are not going to help her. Yeah. Jordan off follows me on uh, Twitter. There you go. Have a bit that, that is great. Who is he again? 
He's uh, Radio... I, when I saw that, I thought, oh, fucking hell, he's done well. And then I remembered he is actually on Radio 1 quite a lot. Jordan North? <laughs> Why doesn't he follow me? Oh, well, you're not part of the music radio fraternity. You're not, in, you're not interviewing... Um, bands like Neon Jungle every week. I flirted with the radio community, but I was only ever through Talksport, which is a bit of a uh, it's a bit of a renegade outpost. Yeah, it? exactly. So, exactly. so if you've got the radio community and people are dancing and you know skipping through the meadows, holding hands, um, doing time checks. Um, talk sports like Mad Max. <laughs> We've got these like built up cars. They drive around with spikes on them. And everyone's covered in uh, oh, uh, champagne. Speaking of this, right, we didn't mention it on the ramble today, but I want to mention it to you now. You'll love this as a radio guy. And people listening, you know that we, radio love, guy. we, love, we love radio as well mm. on, its own, on its own face. Pete, you'll love this. So <laughs> on one of the FA Cup first round games All right. at the weekend, it overran and went to a penalty shootout. Mm-hmm. And the radio commentator obviously was told at all costs, he's got to do his time check, right? <laughs> right. And I'm not joking, you can follow the BBC website, the deciding penalty <laughs> when the guy's taking, walking up to take it, like, say his name's like James Smith, and there's James Smith steps up for the deciding penalty in a crucial FA Cup first round game. It's the time is 25 to 5. It's gone! <laughs> <laughs> he has to do the Give time it a rest. Check. The producer is here. Give Get it your a fucking rest. time checks. Bad producer. Yeah, yeah. Bad exactly. producer. A bad producer will always say, hit your brakes on time. Yeah. Get your time checks. Do your in. best. Yeah. Yeah. I never used to do that. No. Um, anyway, will you be watching I'm a Celebrity? Um, uh, probably not to be honest there's nothing else to do in 2020 yeah but it might give me precious time when my partner's watching it uh, because she's a big fan I could be doing other stuff I bought a scooter oh yes scooter I bought a scooter I don't give a penny (laughs) fuck 2020 (laughs) a scooter isn't it Donnie's got a scooter yeah exactly Uh, it's their current single Um, I can't fucking figure out how to fit the battery (laughs) 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 it's so confusing I had to go it's a it's a it's a it's a it's it's practically a lawnmower it's a four stroke Chinese monstrosity but it's brand new how much Grand, and it's not bad. It's not bad, is it? No. It's, What's the insurance but it, on it? But it is it. But it is a Chinese piece of shit. What's the insurance on it? I I don't know because it arrived. I sort of realised that um, because it's new, it's unregistered. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to get a fucking license plate, aren't I? Oh, I'm yeah. like, how do you get licensed new ones? I wouldn't know how to do how that. Do you get new do your own. <laughs> do your own. <laughs> yeah. I just write it with a sharpie. Just do. P P P D D zero N. <laughs> it's so silly and um yeah and 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 it's it all comes new and stuff and it got delivered around the corner because because the, the road was out and i was just, oh my god this is a, this is a nightmare um so wheeled it around and it, it it's 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 there i've got it um but it's just new and it's really confusing and i can't figure out how to put the battery in i want to hear you riding past on it i've bought the hands manual have you really? Yeah. Mark Haynes. Mark Haynes is manual, yeah. Good stuff. He knows everything. Um, <laughs> I'd like to see you go p- and hear you go past me on your moped, open face helmet, going like 20 miles an hour, just screaming, let's go, Peloton! <laughs> <laughs> Luke in Banbury. Have you heard that? Have you heard let's go, Peloton? What's let go? Is it just the... It, no one speaks like that. What, the, the guys who were the doing advert. the old, the running thing? No, uh, sorry, the, 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 the cycling, cycling thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. Listen to the advert, right? Because no one speaks like that. It's absolutely mad. You hear the advert and it goes, let's go, Peloton. There's no accent to it. It's not American. It's not English. Are we we just people who have never been to spin class? Isn't that how people speak? Come on now. Let's go quicker. Yeah. Don't go slower. Keep going the same speed. But that just sounds like you. 
Hello! Yeah. I could be a Peloton little cycle man. I'd have to have I'd have a pre-recorded video, loop video of me, of my legs going, and then and then the top half would be me live. Is it, have you got a pedal pop? Is it one of those you have to pedal as well? What? Like you can get you know, like a pedal pop. No, it's like a shit Vespa. <laughs> it's a shit Chinese Vespa. Right. So you've got to get registered, you've got to get a number plate delivered, you've yeah. got to put the battery in, and then you've got to put ride the battery, it. yeah. You'll never get round to I've that. I've got to attach the wing mirrors as well. <laughs> <laughs> you've got stuff around your house that you've never used. You're never going to use it. It's going to catch rust. It's going to yeah, just gonna collect dust. It's going to be it? like beats and people just do nothing when there's no driving bag. You can't <laughs> use them open. Um, Peter, one thing I want to ask you before we go to a break, because mm. we're way overdue, uh, is that you refer to your lady friend as your partner mm-hmm. regularly. Yes. What's the thinking there? Do you uh, feel like you're too old to have a girlfriend now? Yeah, I think I think I was. Oh, I'm probably not, never going to get married, so I think it's important to not use the word um, girlfriend at forty. Well, can I not use? Oh, that's what you mean? Because it sounds you know like a mean? midlife crisis. It just sounds like a bit of a midlife crisis. Not you mean? So, yeah. So I thought. Yeah. Part, I think partner is. I think partner is a very modern way of. Uh, but I'm also your partner, aren't I? <laughs> you business. are my partner. So yeah, that's, exactly. It get confusing, couldn't it? Yeah. I just want a sitcom there. Oh, you wake up. With, wake up in the thing, next the, morning in bed with your partner. <laughs> oh, but it's Luke. The thing is, though, I'm like I, I also yes, I have described you as, as my partner, uh, and then I've thought thought should I write business partner there. Nah, let them think. Because, well, look, let them talk. Let them talk. Yeah. As long as they're talking, I don't, I we've don't shed, mind. We've shed beds together before. Shed beds on more together. than one occasion. Yeah. Johannesburg. You know, we've had we've had cuddles with our tops off. <laughs> we have, Don't yeah. worry about it, man. We have. I, d- I sort of think of 2020 not as uh, a pandemic, but as the year that nobody hugged. Yeah. Nobody, you only hug it, cuddled. Well, yeah, I've, I have my wife, obviously. Yeah, but that's one person. I'm Johnson's for more hugs with new people. What's your par for a day, on a good day? I think two a day with people that's not in my like in my house. I would say, and I think it's also the industry we're in is very lovely, isn't it? Mm. So like, I, I've I found like um, when I was doing my show on the radio, mm. I had like it was a cool team, and you give them a big hug at the beginning. So like, come on, let's get this done, kind of thing. You get a bit of team spirit. I'd mm. love to, be able to do that here, but we can't at the moment. No, sucks, man. I'd love to hug a neon jungle. <laughs> yeah, I bet you would. <laughs> yeah, right. something else we got to talk about later. <laughs> let's hit the ad break. Enjoy the ads. We'll be back in a second. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. WrestleMe is a show where two men watch every WrestleMania from 1 to 37, unpicking the multicolored threads that tie it all together. I think it's slightly something to do with the fact that Americans don't really like cell phones, do they? Right. I think they've all got basic ones, <laughs> basically. <laughs> That's a big shout. It is a big shout, but I mean, there is something funny about it, like text messaging never took off in the States. What? I'm, come on now. Never been big. <laughs> 
<laughs> Whether you're a lapsed fan or someone who doesn't give a flying laureate about it, there's something for everyone. If you can get a crowd to boo you for kicking a fabulous ladder. Fabulous ladder. And the crowd are booing. Yeah. I get just, off that lovely ladder we've just learned about. It's a beautiful polysexual ladder. It's a, it's a beautiful bit of shabby shit yeah. creation. If you climb up to it, ecstasy can be found <laughs> at the top. Listen via Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. WrestleMe is a Stakano production. E by heck. We're back with the Luke and Pete show. Luke, have you got an email for us? I do have an email. Hello Ooh. at LukeandPeteShow.com is the address. We bloody love hearing from you. And loads mm. of the emails we've had um, this week, um, we can have to limit them a little bit because they're all about quite horrific personal injuries. <laughs> and I'm not sure it's going to be a great listening experience after dog shit gate the week before last. <laughs> um, so... Do get in touch with your emails. Do talk to us about I'm a Celebrity. Are you going to watch it? Should we? Would you like us to watch it and talk about it on the show, for example? Please don't say that. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. We'll, we'll get your get, you'll get your partner instead of instead of you. <laughs> uh, and um, you know, email us about other stuff. What's been going on in your lives? Um, and on that note, um, this is an email that I've titled "Man's Finger Explodes." Oh dear. Hi, Luke and Pete. Long time listener, second time emailer. I emailed you before about a UFO. Um, which I think means that um, Lee, who emailed in, was the first guy to email in saying he saw a UFO on the way back from the pub, but did admit that drink had been taken. Um, He said, this story is unrelated uh, to the UFO, but I thought I'd share following your talk about injuries. Basically, my mum bought a second-hand kitchen. Is that even a thing? Uh, Yeah, I guess so. I guess you could recycle uh, a kitchen, couldn't you, if you're getting rid of one? Yeah, but they're I mean, invariably unfashionable, aren't they? That's I like the thing. it. I like it though. If you just paint, paint the, paint the cabinets. The people who lived in my, I, I don't. Have you got an island in your kitchen? No, it's not picking oh. up. I live in London. Okay, yeah. all right. I'd love one. My, listen, don't <laughs> break. If my wife listens to this, we're in big trouble because there was talk to knock a wall for and get an island. Mm. Did no do that uh, <laughs> because it was expensive. But anyway, um, the people who look, I don't want to cast aspersions on them because I don't a hundred percent know it was them. Right, but the, a a a certain resident in my house before I lived there could have been the ones just before, could have been the ones before that were, and I use this under advice. A fucking disgrace. <laughs> and the stuff they did in the house was embarrassing. Right. Like the kitchen they put in, I don't know if you even be able to picture this, but they didn't have cupboards that you put on the wall and screw in. They just yeah. had the sides of the cupboards. So the back had no cupboard. It's just a wall. So there'd be gaps everywhere. That's confusing. Terrible. Mm. So we had to get the kitchen done. So my point being that I think I think maybe if the kitchen is being something that just has to be done when the other one's no longer fit for purpose. Mm. And I took great pleasure in seeing them smash the shit out of that kitchen because <laughs> it was an absolute dump. <laughs> and the people also, I had to get the toilet replaced and they'd rested because they couldn't get the toilet to be sit straight. Mm. They'd rested the toilet on two pairs of wire cutters and filled in around it. So, the wire so when they pulled the underneath. old toilet off, right. there was two pairs of wire cutters lying face down the floor. Why don't they? Why didn't they use a bit of wood? Mental, <laughs> absolutely, it's insane. Are they made of wire cutters? So my first, th- my first thinking was, well, that's that's some kind of murder weapon <laughs> <laughs> that they found, they've hidden. <laughs> anyway, so Lee's mum bought a second-hand kitchen, mm. and a mate with a van and I were tasked with picking it up. The kitchen had been dismantled by the previous owner and included some granite worktops, probably weighing about half a ton each. That's an exaggeration, but we get the point. We loaded the van successfully and delivered it to my mum's house. While unloading the dismantled kitchen, it took three of us. 
to lift the largest of the worktops. I had a grip underneath the worktop and at one point we needed to readjust our grip. My friends were meant to lower the worktop to the floor, but they dropped it with my finger underneath. Oh, no. My finger was squashed between the worktop and the concrete drive. Needless to say, my finger exploded. Luckily, I didn't require plastic surgery as the doctors were able to stitch it back together. The only lasting damage is a lack of nerves in my finger and a less than impressive scar. All the best, Lee Young, brackets, not Chinese. (laughs) Thank you for that. Not that he has to say that. Yeah. Um, So that's horrific. And I apologise to everyone listening. Caught between a rock and a hard place. Quite literally. Mm. Um, I had a terrible... So, interestingly enough, my friend Mark, who regularly listens to uh, The Ramble, and he covered us for the live um, tour. He came in, remember? Okay, yeah, yeah, nice chap. He's a newspaper guy. Mm. Great guy. Um, I worked with him. Blow away. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, He worked with me at sport. uh, We worked together at a sports shop, and uh, we were mucking around. I think I was sixteen, he was seventeen, and um, I ran around the corner and put my finger in the hinge of a door, and he slammed the door, and I left my nail. It was awful. It still gives me a little bit of trouble now. You know, it was twenty years ago, so I can imagine some of the pain that that would have caused. My, my fingernail's gone even more lumpy than it used to. That's the one that... You see, the, the, my fingernail's got a little... Yeah, what's with that? Why that, is was, that? That was the, the belt sander, the circular sander in mm. CDT class where I took that and off. Idea, but, it's still, it? but still, yeah, it's still really... I only say because I, I actually caught it between our new gaming chairs that we've got in the Stokhanov Studios and the table. And I went, oh, you bugger! And then I looked, I thought I'd uh, broken my little uh, um, fingernail. Before we move on from that, mm. I've got... A, so my friend Adam... Um, he won't be listening, I don't think. He's a friend of mine from school. He um, put a needle from a sewing machine for his fingernail in school. What's it called? Home economics or whatever. Was he trying to bleed a blister? And uh, No, he did it by accident. And it, and it actually put a thread right through his finger. Oh, nice. Yeah, Useful. But, yeah. Leave exactly, it in there. Yeah, he should have done, but he didn't. Anyway, he, he, was a bit of a, he was a bit of a character back in the day. And uh, in, a, in a nice way. Nice, nice, nice guy. I, I, I like him still. And he, I don't think he ever got any serious trouble. But... On Instagram over the weekend, he posted um, the report, his school report from from our tutor. We had the same tutor group, mm. right? And um, it was very funny to read, but he was 13 at the time. Right. And it is absolutely brutal. <laughs> I, I cannot, I could not believe how brutal. Do, do, do you want me to read it to you? Oh, yes, please. So uh, this, is the, and this is word for word. I'm allergic to school reports. Bless you. This is word for word. Adam continues to coast through life, obviously hoping that his charm and cunning will see him through. Unfortunately, this is not the case. And many of the teaching staff are not satisfied with him. In some cases, he has been positively destructive to the ethos of the class. However, some reports indicate that when Adam is quite capable of excellent work, when it suits him, this attitude needs to be applied to every single one of his lessons, even those which he does not like. He remains a likeable member of the tutor group, but much of my time seems to be spent in either reprimanding him or saving him from further punishment elsewhere in the school. Adam had listen, this is a this is the killer <laughs> sentence, right? Listen to this, Pete. Adam has both talent and intelligence. He is wasting one and abusing the other. That's nice. I, 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 well I, I think it was well written. It's well written, yeah. but it is brutal for a 13-year-old boy. <laughs> I mean, let's, be, let's be absolutely clear. Was it handwritten as well? No, typed. Typed out. Then signature Ooh, at the end. Nice the touch. End. Nice. Yeah. Like it. Anyway, so... Not that, time for that. That is, a, that is from a tutor of mine uh, who used to spend a lot of his time <laughs> in class, which I didn't think was weird at the time, hmm. um, given that he was a teacher at a Gosport high school, the worst performing school in the area, <laughs> saying that he was regularly in contact with and speaking with and personal friends of Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh. Quite a weird claim. Yeah. Isn't it? Uh, is it? I don't know. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Who's, who's Andrew Lloyd Webber's son? 
Don't know. Mm. I want to say Julian Lloyd Webber, but I think I might be getting confused with Julian, Julian Lennon. Lennon. Yeah. I uh, was reminded of the fact that I once DJed a gig with Sean Lennon. Right. And I was like, in... Uh... Sure it wasn't Neil Lennon. <laughs> <laughs> was, he really, was he really mouthy? And I was like, <laughs> and I, was like that, I mean, that's John Lennon's son. That's insane. Okay, he was just kind of Which, like ironically, is the last thing he wants you to say. Oi, <laughs> <laughs> oi, until it suits him. Yeah, then exactly. He wants to talk about yeah. It. exactly. Oh yeah, take a leaf out of Stephen King's son's book. Did years as a novelist without using the King name, mm. and then suddenly went, "Ha ha, I did it." You'd you'd like to think he got a bit of a leg up, surely. Yeah. Yeah. Like Stephen King. Oh, who recommended you to the particular, yeah, no, uh, particular uh, uh, Dad, just come to the house. first meeting with me. <laughs> just come to the first meeting. Just, just dial in. Bring your spooky car. Yeah. Um, got an email from uh, someone. I'm not. I'm going to leave this anonymous in a way, um, but his name sounds like Daniel Johnston, the late great uh, singer-songwriter. Oh, yeah, okay. It's Daniel Johnson. Uh, morning, <laughs> afternoon, evening, I boys. I saw a heart once, by the way. Yeah. Did he's, you? He's dead now. Yeah, yeah he's a heart attack. Yeah. yeah, Talent. Uh, this is not really related to anything you guys have been talking about recently, but I thought I'd enjoy it anyway. To be honest, this email just sounds like he's trying to get it off his chest. Uh, when I was four years old, my grandma and step-granddad came to visit a few days before I started primary school. You'll see why I clarified he was my step-granddad. I was in my bedroom, so my step-granddad came to help me get changed. A few minutes later, I started to cry very loudly. My mum came in and I complained about my leg hurting. She put me on the sofa and my grandma, a nurse, said I would be fine and my parents were being paranoid. After 20 minutes of me crying and screaming, I'm never going to be able to walk again, my parents drove me to the hospital. When we arrived, two doctors got me from the car on a stretcher, had to snap my leg back into position because my femur had snapped in two. Oh, bloody hell. So much so that my mum claims the top part of my leg was square. I spent Fucking hell. I spent six uh, to seven weeks lying in a hospital bed, unable to get up or move around. After this, I left in a wheelchair for six weeks. My parents spend, uh, spent much of these six uh, to seven weeks trying to find out what happened in that bedroom, but my step-granddad managed to avoid the question. So to this day, I'm now 21, and we have no idea what had happened, and I don't think I ever will. Dan, I think you... I started reading that email and it got very dark very quickly. I think you need to talk to the fucking police, mate. I think you need to go make a podcast series of this. Uh, True crime, isn't it? True crime. What happened in that bedroom, Daniel Johnson? We don't know how old your step-grandfather is, but he's a a step-grandfather, so he's not going to be young. Might not be with us. Could, oh yeah, could yeah, yeah, it's a good yeah. point actually. I mean, the femur is the worst of all the bones to break. Which one's the femur? It's that one. Uh, the biggest. It, what can you drop on a child to do that? The one that has no respect for any of the other bones because <laughs> it's so big and hard, it's so chunky. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's bad. Gross. I, 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 how old was he at the time? Four. Yeah. Not ideal. Not, gr- not ideal, is it, Jan, no. Daniel Johnson? We're only reading the stories that you send in. He's now um, twenty-one. Seven years ago. Seven years ago. 17 years ago. Fuck you now. <laughs> right, we're wrapping up on that. That is absolutely outrageous by you. My goodness me. And, they, and, 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 the, and the authorities of this country have said that you're perfectly capable of going on the road. That's what they said. That's what they said. Oh, my brain femur snapped. <laughs> Let's go. Um, um, what, we will, what we will do is we'll be back on Thursday, obviously. Um, mm. But if you have got emails of your school reports... Send a screenshot, mm. send them verbatim. Don't just make a mark because that'll be tedious. Email me in hello at lukeandpeetshow.com. Send us emails in for anything you like, but that would be amazing if we can hear some particularly brutal or even actually some um, nice reports from mm. all the uh, the nerds out there. Yeah. Maybe they don't get enough press. Send Everyone us, wants to hear send, about the naughty Send ones. us x-rays of your femur if you've got one. Yeah. Mm. Can people, I mean, how far away are we from home x-ray kits? 
I don't know. Surely it's a pretty kind of... It's an old technology, isn't it? It's dangerous, though, I guess. But you reckon? Well, if you just do it too many. Well, that's why the guy has to go beyond the screen, because if you do it mm. every, over and over again, you get in big trouble. But could it? you not just kind of um, limit... Could it not be firmware limited uh, that, that, that you're only allowed two extras a month on whatever you want? you got to make them count. Would you buy one of them? Yeah. For a grand? Yeah, because you can extra, you can find cancers and stuff on extra, can't you? Do all your wrestling figures. Do all your <laughs> yeah. little skeletons inside. <laughs> skeletons inside this one. <laughs> oh, no, it's just soiled bandages. <laughs> uh, let's get out of here. We'll be back on Thursday with some more of this nonsense. Thanks for listening. Hello at lukeandpeach.com. Get in touch if you can. Leave us a review. Tell all your friends. All that good stuff. Have a great week. We'll see you on Thursday. <laughs> This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.